Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome along to the podcast. It's great to have you with us. Now, in today's episode, we are covering episode eight of Eknath Yeswaran's Words to Live By. So it's episode eight of this wonderful man's knowledge, this wonderful man's approach to life, and this wonderful man's philosophy on living and success and happiness and leadership. So without further ado, I'm going to get straight into it. There's almost 20 points that I want to cover. I want to share with you and 20 points, some of which I hope and I sincerely believe you can choose from, you can take and you can apply to your own life. And without a shadow of a doubt, they will make a positive improvement in how you live your life and your relationships and your own relationship to what it is you're doing and the people that you that you deal with, the people that you lead, manage and coach. So here we go, Eknathi Aswaran's words to live by, episode eight. Okay, the first one, always remember that value is something to be considered as given by us. Value is a word that's thrown around. Value is a word that in today's economic society and communication and media is thrown around and we all look for value and so we should as well. It's something that everybody should look for the best in in terms of value. You know, nobody goes out there and looks for poor value. We all have that desire to have the greater amount of value. But Eknath reminds us that value is something that we should have in our minds to give and not just to acquire or to get. And if you believe in the mantra that you get what you give, then the answer is self-evident. So remember number one, especially if you are a leader, and I'm assuming you are if you're listening to the podcast, you're a coach, you're a manager, and you're dealing with people who look up to you and require things from you and expect things from you. Value comes from you first. That's number one. Okay, number two. Remember to have a focus with your team, with your players, with your workers, with your teammates, with your staff, with yourself, to help everybody to become independent in finding that place within themselves, that peaceful place within themselves that they can perform from. And this comes down to thought processes around culture and thought processes around environment. If you can be the facilitator in your leadership capacity, in your management, in your coaching, as the one who creates that environment and that culture, 
that brings people to a mental state where they are at their optimum, then you have achieved and done an amazing thing. Because everybody is an individual and everybody performs and does and acts and speaks and plays and creates from themselves and from within themselves. And as far as I can see and as far as the greats, the great philosophers, the great minds describe, that will occur naturally when certain things are in place. And if the circumstances are right, if the environment is right, if the emotions are right, if everything is, is correct from a cultural point of view, things will happen naturally. And that is part and a massive part in my opinion and a, and a really fundamentally important one as a leader to create that environment. You know, if you've ever walked in a place that's got like this aura of peace around it, that's an environment that you can, that you can do something from. If you've ever been in an environment that's driven, that puts you on a, on, on a, on a, on a level, on a perspective, on, in, in a place where you can act from. And that is what Eknath is reminding us as part of what is our job as a leader and as a manager and as a coach. Okay, next one. Eknath talks about mantras. Some people talk about them as affirmations and they are powerful. Words are powerful. What we say impacts our minds, impacts others, and can have the most devastating effects, the most phenomenal effect. Words are powerful. If you don't believe me, have a look back at some kind of relationship and think how wonderful it was when somebody said something to you that made you feel in a certain way and how empowering that was. Alternately, have a look back and remind yourself of how challenging it was when we ourselves say something we wish we hadn't said and we maybe say something that's not kind or is unnecessary or is not true and how negative that is. Words are powerful and it's not always the words that we say out loud it is often our own self-talk. There are many, many books written on self-talk. I've talked about it before, but Eknath here is reminding us that our self-talk is powerful. And one of the things we can do, especially with young people who are looking for that kind of guidance and people who are open-minded is we can teach them to find out what it is that they admire, what it is they want, what it is that resonates with them and help them and inspire them and show them how they can find a mantra and if it's a sporting mantra, that's fine. I, I am the I am mantra. I am strong. I, I am this. I am that. I am a winner. I am, I am determined. Simple things like that. They don't have to be forever. They can change and they can evolve. But mantras are powerful. And they often have a way of calming. They often have a way of bringing us back to a place to remind ourselves of what it is we're doing and why we are here rather than getting lost in the melee of life and communication and thoughts that can often 
overwhelm the power of the mantra. Okay, number four from Eknath. Remember again, how many times have I said this? How many times do great leaders say this? Baby, baby, baby steps. Forever upward baby steps. You do not always see the progress. Help people to understand that sometimes it is about being on the plateau. It is about doing the donkey work, the groundwork, digging, doing it, putting the foundations in and all of a sudden things to come to fruition. At this particular moment in time, as I'm recording this podcast, just a little bit of an anecdote to illustrate the point. There is a property project I am involved in on a personal level to do with my home and it has gone on for absolutely ages. And for weeks and months, I've been going back to this particular property and there are workmen's tools everywhere, there are floors up, there is dust everywhere, there are splashes on the walls, there's paintwork that needs finishing, there's rubbish everywhere. And every week we've gone back and we've gone back and we've gone back and there's been communications, there's been delays, there's been unhappiness in terms of how people have felt things are going, but we've kept going. And yesterday, for the first time, it, we had a, a punch the air moment when something that had been envisioned, a particular room, a particular part of the property that had been envisioned, that it, it had been purchased for in the first place, looked exactly like it did in our minds when we first thought about it. It's taken 18 months, folks. And I'm not telling you that to say, hey, look at me, look at us. I'm using it as an example of what life is like. Baby steps forever upward, but do not look for the evidence all the time. Next one, remember, this is a great one. Remember that you, if you have people who you're in place as their manager, their coach, their leader. You are a trustee. You are entrusted with a part of their growth, whether that's the inspiration, whether that's the facilitation, whether that's skill acquisition, whatever it is. You are not responsible for them in terms of everything because everybody is responsible for themselves but you have a responsibility. You are a trustee and there are things expected of a trustee. You are entrusted. You are in a position of great responsibility. And always remember that when you feel tired, when you feel grouchy, when you feel grumpy, there are people gonna be there wide-eyed, open-minded, waiting for the words to drop out of your mouth, waiting for the action to occur that they can follow, that they can feel inspired by, and they can think, yes, I am in the right place. You are a trustee, remember. Next one, as a coach, this is a great one. As a manager, remember, you have to balance strength and support. Dan Abrahams talks about it all the time, the sports psychologist. At times you have to stand, you have to say no, this is unacceptable. This is not how it is. This is how it goes. This is how we do it. This is how I'd like it. This is the best way. This is the vision. This is what we're aiming for. Let's go. 
that XYZ is not acceptable. At other times, you may have to ignore what you see with your eyes. You have to take in the messages that come across. You may have to put your arm around somebody. You may have to delay your response. You may have to adjust that and you may have to support people through a certain point, certain period in order to achieve a result. How many times have we blundered in? Um, we've used a sledgehammer to crack a nut, as they say. And yes, we might have felt like we'd achieved something, but actually long term, we've probably messed things up and delayed it and actually may have ruined a relationship or certainly put a relationship in a different perspective because we haven't quite balanced that strength and support. This is a beautiful one. Number eight. This is a beautiful one. I think it's number eight. Always say that, don't I? Lose track of time. Get my numbers mixed up. This is powerful. Try and understand this. Eknath talks about, and this is a good few years ago, he's written this. And it's not, it doesn't change. It's all about our time our energy and our focus. Everything we do, everything we we have, everything we influence, our whole life can almost be reduced to this time, energy and focus. Yes, time can be said to be a human created thing. However you look at time, Stephen Hawking and all that, you know, I'm not in, even going to try and consider that I can understand the things that people, great physicists and great scientists understand. Time, energy, focus. You have time, our most valuable asset. Tick, 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 tick. It passes. It's what we have. It's all we have. Within that, we have the ability to, 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 to use the focus we have through our brains and our minds to do within that tick, 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 whatever it is we want to do. We can exclude other things and we are in control. And we have the ability to focus. Focus, 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 focus. It's the sun and the magnifying glass that sets a fire. It's not trying to do a hundred things at once. It's not overfilling your diary. It's not trying to achieve six months work in two weeks. It's not getting overwhelmed. It's time, it's energy, and it's focus. And it's getting small things done, doing them well, knocking the nail in, finishing the job, tying it up, boxing it off, however you describe it, whichever words you use, do it well. Do it quality and somebody looks at it and go, that represents that person because they do what it says on the tin. Only achieved by time, energy and focus. Okay, let's move on. Here's another one we talked about before. I'm going to mention it again because Eknath talks about it. We have to lean. We have to lean into challenges and things that are uncomfortable. Our human nature is to avoid pain and move towards pleasure. Now, 
if we are going to grow, if we are going to move forward, if we're going to go up the mountain, if we are going to increase our influence and get to the place that we, our minds want us to be and, and, and we feel inspired to get to, we're going to have to do what Ryan Holiday talks about. And we're going to have to understand that the obstacle is the way. I am not saying go out and look for trouble. I am not saying go out and start fights. I am not saying go and upset people. I'm saying look for the path of least resistance because this is what Eknath is saying. Look for the path of least resistance. And on that path of res least resistance, you will come to an obstacle. It may mean you go around it. It may mean you go over it. It may mean you go under it. But you will have to lean into it at some point to find out what it's made of to feel it, to get used to it, to become one with it so that actually you can deal with it. And then you will develop strategies and skills to overcome that. And yes, you can leave it behind and it leaves your consciousness. But if you just think, I'm not going anywhere near that, I'm staying completely away from it and I'm never going to go past it and I'm going to camp here, you'll keep having to face the same issues. It will be different faces, different places but you'll still have to do the same thing. I spent so much of my life avoiding this, avoiding that, avoiding this, avoiding that. And I, I think, oh, so, sorted that. I haven't got to do that now. I haven't got to deal with that person. That's a biggie. I haven't got to deal with that person. And somebody else, different name, different face, same characteristics comes across your path. Why? Because you have to learn to deal with it if you're going to move forward. Lean into what it is you need to. Okay, next one. Here's one we've talked about. We've done a whole podcast episode on this one. Achievement, projects, things that are worthwhile, lifetime goals maybe, are like throwing pebbles into the Grand Canyon. You have a project. You have something that absolutely burns in your soul. Listen to what Emerson said. It's yours. Nobody can take it away from you and don't let them impinge upon it. That is your Grand Canyon that you've got to fill up. And you throw as many pebbles into that Grand Canyon as you feel you need to do. And all you need to do is keep throwing pebbles into the Grand Canyon. Why? Because that's what your heart and your soul tells you to do. But sometimes it feels like that. Sometimes it feels like the chasm is so vast and so wide that you're never going to fill it up. That's normal. But then you get up the next day and you throw another pebble and another pebble and another pebble and you wait and see what happens. Sometimes it's like that. And sometimes we have to view great goals like that. You know, we think, oh, we'll achieve this next year. Sometimes it takes a lifetime. There are people who build cathedrals who start off with a thought process and say, we need a cathedral in this city. They know that that cathedral is going to take 200 years to come to fruition. They won't even be here. Of course they won't. There are people who start business projects and have long-term strategies that are will live beyond them. That is what Eknath is talking about. Having a vision that will go beyond just yourself. 
Leader Manager Coach podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport and life. Leader Manager Coach for the game for life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Okay, next one. Remember that often we have to let go rather than acquire. Let me just explain what Eknath is talking about here in my own opinion. What he's saying here is in life as a leader, as a manager coach, we often think and we often feel we have to learn things, we have to acquire things, we have to get skills and, and, and go to tuition and, and, and acquire these abilities. There are many, many things and many places we can go and, and movement we can make forward and progression and progress that we can make by letting go of things that are holding us back. There are lots of things that hold us back. Often it's emotion. Often it's emotion tied to things. Often it's irrational emotion because emotion isn't always rational. In fact, it's probably never rational, but it's what makes life beautiful. We have to let go. And often it's, as it's the it's, and the process of that is often a journaling process or can be a journaling process where you look at what it is you do, you look at every day and you just allow things to be and you let things go and don't get involved in things you don't need to or get wrapped up in thought processes that you don't need to. It's about letting go. Okay, next one. You, as a leader, as a manager, as a coach, if you are on a journey, and we will relate this to the people you work with, the people you inspire, the people you lead, the people you coach, everybody gets tested. You will have a test of faith. And the words that you speak, the things that you talk about, the things that you say you believe in, Eknath says that we will all be tested to see whether we really believe in what it is we say we do. Do we really believe in what it is we talk about? Are we really fundamentally at our core the thing, the person, the character that we portray? And we will get tested. And it may seem that that test is for the benefit of everybody else. Well, Maybe it is, but actually really and truly what Eknath is saying is that test is only and solely for us and it is part of the process. So just like we get tested little by little by little by little every day and we learn this and we learn that and we learn the other, sometimes those tests aren't always these little tiny things. Sometimes they're these absolutely monumental things that come away and feel like they've taken the ground from under us. They've completely changed our lives. Look, let's be realistic about it. Let's be brutal about it. Let's be honest about it. It can be the loss or the death of a loved one. It can be a devastating virus. It can be a devastating financial crash. It can be a situation where you lose everything you have. It can be a physical change. It can be a health situation. You will be tested. And we've all can look back and say, yes, I was tested then, I was tested then. 
And somebody said that what, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's kind of the same thing. And it's so, so easy to talk about. Completely different to deal with. But it's that going through the fire. It's that forging in the furnace. And dealing with those months or those weeks or those years of challenge. And some great, great works to read about the Stoic, the Stoic philosophers and the Roman emperors. You think that we deal with some things in this world. Maybe it's a good idea to go and have a little dig into um, to see what happened in Roman times or to see what happened in in history before and see how people dealt with the challenges that came along. Uh, it puts what happens to us into some kind of perspective. Honestly, it's amazing. But you will be challenged. Okay, we're moving on. We're nearly, we're nearly there. Okay, uh, next one. In fact, I could even make this the last one. Remember that you and those around you, your teammates, your backroom staff, your colleagues, your players, your athletes, your students, your apprentices, whoever, they are all unique, just as you are. And you have unique talents. You have unique talents. You have unique abilities. Things that you are great at. Things that you enjoy. Things that you excel at. And so do they. And part of the skill of being a great leader, a great manager and a great coach is helping yourself and helping others to bring those things out because it will make them feel like they're in touch with themselves. It will put them in, in a great place. It will help them to move on. They will feel happy. They will express themselves. They will be better at that than anything else and probably people around them. They will become known for it and they will recognize where they are. That doesn't mean we shouldn't try and iron out and help people to work on their weaknesses and iron things out and get better and round and become rounded and able to deal with everything. But there's an awful lot to be said from understanding yourself. If you understand yourself, you can help other people to understand themselves and help them to work on what it is that's great about them. So they find their niche and find what it is they feel and think they're here to do and what they can do and what a meaningful impact they can have in their time doing what it is that they love. And that just about brings me to the end of Eknath Yaswaran's Words to Live by episode eight. I hope in those numerous examples, folks, that there are some things that you can take and you can apply. As I always say, look, take a deep dive, go and look them up, go and have a read around them and, and the ones that emanate with you, the ones that resonate with you and, um, you know, see see how they can really help you in your own life. But it's Eknathi Aswaran, Words to Live By, Episode 8. Download the app, go on the Leader Manager Coach app, have a look at what else we've got. We've got loads of educational material on there and, um, you know, it can only, in my humble opinion, benefit you and um, also I hope and I know that you can really enjoy it. So it's Leader Manager Coach. It's episode eight, Eknathi Aswaran. As always, 
Really appreciate your time. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. The Leader Manager Coach Podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader Manager Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.